0: John Deere is teaming up with SpaceX, plus news from the latest WASD report and a lot more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts right now.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman.
0: Hello. Good afternoon, everybody. We're back. Another week. We are. It's uh, it's chilly today. It is. It is uh, Thursday. It's probably chilly where you're all at, too. God bless all of you who have been home with children uh, for the week. Uh, I know. Uh, I know. A lot of schools have been out this week for that uh, winter weather that we talked about and previewed uh, last on last week. We week's did. Show. We predicted it. You heard it here first. I said previewed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can predict. I don't know if we can predict what's for lunch. The forecast storm predictions. We're yeah, really <laughs> very rarely wrong. We got a spinoff. <laughs> uh, we're just doing weather uh i could get into that yeah we're both dads yeah uh all three of us are dads we've got a grandfather in the room so we're primed for some good weather watching
2: yeah yeah you you, you know i come from a long line of people from oklahoma (laughs) who watch tornadoes come in on the porch (laughs) yeah so there's a story there (laughs) it's here it's here it's here (laughs)
0: Oh man, I do I do like a good weather report. Yeah,
2: uh, well, I remember when that tornado went through Stuttgart. I was there, in oh like uh-huh. eight or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We
2: all got in the bathroom, and Dad stayed out in the front yard and watched it. Uh. Uh-uh. uh And I, I I was the last person in the bathroom, and I just out of habit, I locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Dad started knocking on the door. He he was like, "Why is it locked?" I was like, "I opened it." and He was like, "You really think that tornado was gonna it wasn't gonna stop that locked door?" I was like. I no, it's just, it just habit, you know. But oh, that's one thing I always remember that tornado. That's pretty funny. Uh,
0: were Were you guys impacted by that storm?
2: Uh, it pulled a old old oak tree out of our front yard. Oh, really? Just laid it over, mm-hmm. and you could the shingles and stuff you kind of flew off, but we weren't close enough to it. Yeah, it, it hit the town pretty hard though. Mm. I don't remember that. Uh, you could still go through Stuttgart, and I could point to you like little different. Pieces of how it affected it, and I still you can still see. Like going I, through Mayflower, you can still uh-huh. see same thing.
0: Yeah, I think I think about that every time I come to work, uh, four thirty at Rodney Parham. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I come that way, yep, that landscape that just looks like the trees have been stripped out of it and stuff. Oh, I don't uh, even when they and they're starting to rebuild houses now. There's always a clog clog up on the on the forty or sorry the Rodney Parham exit on four thirty.
2: Yeah,
0: every morning. Because and it's always tractor trailers with roofing materials on the back, mm-hmm. of them. yeah, um, or construction materials, and and I always think about that. Like here we are, you know. I guess two, I guess a month and a or two months and a couple of weeks from from the one year anniversary of that storm, and they're still still building. Still, I mean, yeah. restaurants in Breckenridge Ridge Village just opened last week. Mm-hmm. A restaurant did for the first time. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy to think about. but Yeah, I took us a different direction. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did. You did. That's, that, was that never happens on this show. Never. Shows. That's the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, speaking of weather, mm-hmm. uh, we were home one day for a holiday. I guess it snowed Sunday here in Little Rock. Yes. Uh, uh, and then we were home Monday for a holiday, and then Tuesday the building remained closed. And did I get there right? No, no, no. We just had a late start. Or did we? No, we had a late noise? start on it No, we worked. From, yeah, we we worked from home Tuesday. Tuesday. We had a late start yesterday, which was yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, uh, did y'all get out and play in it any? We Do did anything?
2: Uh, we made the mistake of not putting gloves on Anthony. Uh-oh. He had his whole, like, jumpsuit on. Yeah. You know, and boots, everything. Had his hood up, had his little electric four-wheeler he got for Christmas. A uh, few minutes out there. Is he, he pulling he, you on a car
1: hood?
0: No,
2: no, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I felt like I was in Stuttgart, thing. but yeah. Uh, yeah, he 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 tripped and fell, and his hands got cold, and they just got colder and colder, and by yeah.
0: the time it was over, it was ruined. It was so cold, yeah. though. If, mm. if you got any kind of damp, yeah, it was. Oh, you, cold you was, was it? <laughs> 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 uh,
2: but uh, yeah, that was about it. The dog, Bonnie, she loved it. Yeah. Yeah. She's rolling around. it. She's going to be mad when it's gone, that's for sure. Yeah, our you dog, know, our dog is loaded too.
1: Should I be worried? You you lock your dad out of the house, yeah. in the middle of a tornado, mm-hmm. and you take your newborn out. I, I sound like no a pretty gloves. selfish no gloves, person, I mean, don't I? It's uh, yeah, I would yeah. be more concerned about my family members. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like you're getting dressed. You're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the car. Yeah, <laughs>
0: what's he got on a diaper? Bring him. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's, he'll be all right. He'll be fine. No, he won't. I mean it was zero, but sure, no gloves. Yeah. Uh, my wife was like, Ah, we should put gloves on. I'm like, Yeah, we brought yeah, no doubt. Uh, Were you wearing gloves? It's ten degrees out of here. Were you wearing gloves? No, I wasn't. Okay. I was
2: gonna another. There you go. You're yeah.
1: you're vindicated. Really? So, yeah, and house shoes. We gotta, get we, gotta, we
2: gotta take you shopping. No, I'm just hot natured. Like, the cold weather doesn't bother me like it does. Really? People like you. <laughs> I had uh, snow pants on and like three hoodies. Yeah. No, I mean, like, if I was going to be out in it all day, yeah, I'd dress for the weather. <laughs>
0: but no, I wasn't. So That's I funny. was comfortable. Okay. How are things at your place? It, everything's good. Just you and Star, or did you did. Anybody yeah. come over and invade uh we had a looking for snakes? neighbor
1: friend, photographer uh-huh. uh that we uh hang out with some and he he came <laughs> over to do a couple of projects with me and um he's hilarious. He he walks the river trail in shorts and flip flops. That's mm-hmm. his oh. usual attire. Yeah. Um he just added a coat. <laughs> so oh. he got, oh. he knocks on the door, he's wearing shorts and flip flops <laughs> and a coat. I'm like, man. Aren't you yeah. cold? No, man, it feels great. Oh, that's funny. well, all right then. Yeah. So yeah, we had a good time. We just we just stayed at the house.
0: Yeah. We yeah, we went we tried to sled. We usually can sled on our street. It's a hill. Mm. But this powdery snow and you know, the way it was, our we I have I I learned uh I learned one thing. There is a distinct difference. You need two types of sleds. 'Cause usually we always get the you know, the slushy kind of snow. It's it's pretty wet. You know, what what were all the meteorologists saying? They were saying this is snow good for uh sledding, but not uh snowballs and snowman or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all heard that, no. but I heard that I feel like a thousand times. Yeah. Well, our sled apparently is not compatible with this dry So <laughs> It's one of those like saucer type sleds. And so we go out on the on the street, you know, and try and go is nothing. Eh. So we went and joined (laughs) up with some friends at the elementary school in our neighborhood, which is known for sledding. Yeah. Big hill in the back. And, uh, a very kind lady there had, had a sled that was like greased up national lampoon style, Mm -hmm. man. And, and we had a blast with that thing. Cool, (laughs) But yeah, uh, that's the only day we got out though. We stayed locked in pretty much the whole time. It was a weird thing. i it's not that weird,
2: but it stood yeah. out to me as weird. Yeah. I had a neighbor ask me if they could borrow a cup of sugar. Yeah. Never, you know, you see that all the time in the movies, right? But I've yeah. never had, had somebody yeah. actually. That's funny. And my wife was even like, what do they need a cup of sugar for it? You know, and it's like, I <laughs> guess oh, they're baking something. I, I didn't ask. Yeah. And but yeah, you, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is yeah. true. I like that, actually. Mm-hmm. They had, we need to get back to that The other neighbor had beat us to it already though By the time I responded
0: to the text Oh
2: Okay But yeah That was the first time as a homeowner Anybody had ever asked me to
0: Borrow an ingredient Yeah Yeah I like that though I've 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 never had I've never done that I'll say you know, never been on either side of that exchange. No, once <laughs> last Christmas, we forgot something that we needed for Christmas dinner, and I ordered it through DoorDash to be delivered because yep. we already had family showing up at the house. But I wonder now if my neighbors had that, and I 12, could have saved 12 for a package of French you, onion soup. when you go eggs. home today. You ask them, <laughs>
2: I just check them.
0: Yeah, could you mind giving me a monthly <laughs> update on the <laughs> kitchen inventory? So that's right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. It's going to get cold again tomorrow. Uh, nor- another chance of winter weather on yep. Monday. Uh, it looks like schools uh, are closing tomorrow. I just got that text. If you saw me checking my watch, mm. at least North Little Rock, which means Little Rock and North Little Rock usually do the same thing. Yeah.
2: having have, an, so, have an Anthony at home all day, every day. I love my child to death. Don't get me
0: wrong. That's a lot of work. But,
2: boy, well, we – we had to take him out to dinner the other night, just to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. And when he went to dinner, he just sat there. It was the quietest and stillest he's been since it snowed for the first time. Really? Yeah. I mean, at the house, he's been
1: bouncing off the walls. <laughs> Wild Just
2: man. yeah, just he he gets cabin fever for
0: sure. That's he was fun. behaving.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's afraid you're gonna lock him out.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, he's like, Man, this guy will leave me in this uh high chair and walk out of this I'm place. Going out there and gloves, leave, dad. He'll leave me in the bill right here at this table and walk out of that's here. That's right. Dad that means business. I don't, I don't uh, tonight.
1: <laughs>
0: Hey, if he yeah. sent me outside in zero degree with no gloves, there's no telling what he'll do in this restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're paying. If not, you're doing dishes. Uh, that's funny. Well, we talked about it a little bit before we uh, started recording, but we've got a lot to cover today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a little under the weather, so I apologize if uh, I sniff or I have to uh, take a break. But um, anyhow, let's uh, let's kind of dive right in here and uh, get going. Uh, just a heads up, again, I know we've talked about this past couple weeks, but the 2024 Arkansas Grown Conference and Expo will be held uh, January 25th twenty seventh at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Uh we will be there on yep. site recording uh one of those days. I think that's still kind of up in the air. Uh which day will actually be there um either Thursday or Friday, I think. Yes, it'll um, be one of
2: those two days for sure.
0: Yeah. And we are going to talk with one of the keynote speakers mm-hmm. um about uh you know the things that you know, especially crop growers need to know. Do you want to
2: yeah, uh, probably that along with uh, emphasis on beginning farmers and ranchers, uh-huh. and what resources are out there for them, and uh-huh. um, how this particular person can help them with that. Yeah, I don't know if we wanted to mention the name of our, our guest speaker yet, but uh, yeah,
0: well, well, that's up to you. Uh, we we'll leave it as a surprise. All right. Yeah, but I think that's a, I think that new farmer uh, piece is pretty uh, interesting because I, I think. You may tell me otherwise, but anecdotally, Mm -hmm. I would think that you see more new beginning farmers in the specialty crop space than probably anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lower, uh, not to say it's a low barrier, entry, but it's entry level. You don't have to live with hundreds of acres.
2: Yeah, in a two million dollar equipment loan. Right, right, right.
0: That's what I mean.
2: You you can get into specialty crop production and make a living at it with you know a a backyard tiller at the beginning and mm-hmm. you know hand picking everything yeah exactly you know and, and this this conversation will be a little bit more geared toward those people trying to get into specialty crop growing but maybe also some livestock mm-hmm. uh the conversations I've had with them they've they're also working in that and they're working in every single aspect of agriculture it's just mm-hmm. with this conference uh that's probably what the conversation will lead into is mon- mostly for Specialty crops, locally grown, produced, sold direct market, direct to consumer type stuff.
0: Yeah, well, good deal. So we'll we'll be we'll be putting this show on live from there, or not live, but from that conference, we'll be interviewing uh, the keynote, uh, one of the keynote speakers from there, and so on and so forth. So, uh, yeah, that'll be next week, I guess. Yeah, uh, and then uh, don't forget also the A State Agri Business Conference, which is scheduled for February the seventh. Uh, at Fowler, uh, at Fowler Hall in Jonesboro, uh, the Fowler Center, rather. Uh, and then uh, a reminder about the equip application uh, from USDA. We talked about this on the show, regular show last week. I believe on Tuesday we put out a deep dive with Alvin Peer about that topic. But tomorrow is that info session that we teased. We have added the Zoom link for that in- info session to the show notes from the deep dive with Alvin um, earlier this week so jump in there and uh, find that Zoom link attend that info session tomorrow if you're interested and then most importantly the application window for the equip and there's three categories there the the uh, high tunnel the soil health mm-hmm. and the energy piece if you if you're interested in applying you can apply beginning uh, January 22nd that period is open for 30 days um you can reach out to your local usda office if you need to get more information but please take advantage of that funding it's out there Uh, also a note the 2024 arkansas ag woman of the year nominations are now open Uh, the requirements are pretty simple got to be a resident of arkansas for more than a year 18 years or older involved in the arkansas in the agriculture industry here in the state. And you can nominate someone at arwomeninag.org. <coughs> Excuse me. So go uh, go take a look at that. Uh, again, apologies uh, today. Uh, and then I think you've got one more conference before we dig into the news.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, January 24th, uh, USDA will be putting on its Path to Prosperity Conference And it will be located at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Uh, And it starts at 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. It's just – here's a little snippet of kind of the intro of what the the meeting's offering at the conference. Yeah. The United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, FDIC, and the Small Business Administration, or SBA, have partnered to provide individuals, small businesses, including agricultural enterprises, uh, farmers and ranchers, and urban rural communities, useful information, tools, resources, and opportunity to engage in dynamic discussions intended to create economic progress. So this this kind of conference is going to be more geared towards, again, like what I was talking about earlier, small businesses, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. small farms, et cetera, and what kind of resources are out there for uh, people in those areas to uh, take advantage of. Good and deal. there's a lot of lot of heavy hitter speakers going to be at that um, that conference i think dq fields is one of them nice uh, there's a few other university people there and then also people from usda etc i think senator john Bozeman's is going to speak there too so oh excellent should be a good
0: one yeah absolutely so that's a usda's path to prosperity conference mm-hmm. uh january 24th at uh ua little rock correct all right well let's dig on into the news here uh as you may know, the first WASD report of 2024 was released after our recording last week. I think we even mm-hmm. referenced that. So we wanted to circle back and bring you the latest data from USDA. The headline here is that corn and soybean production numbers for the U.S. got a slight increase in the latest report. Let's dig in a bit further. Corn yields were raised to a new U.S. yield record at just over 177 bushels per acre. Soybean yields were bumped to a 506 uh, bushel per acre national average the yield increases accounted for an overall production increase for both crops with corn coming in over 15 billion bushels and soybeans just over 4 billion bushels mm. the outlook for 2023-24 rice uh, in the U.S. this month is for slightly higher supplies unchanged domestic use lower exports and higher ending stocks the NAS crop production 2023 summary estimated all rice production at 218.3 million uh, hundredweight, down about 1.5 million from the previous estimate. Uh, Moving over to animal protein, red meat and poultry production for 23 was raised from last month due to higher beef, pork, and broiler production in the fourth quarter. Changes in the estimates reflected November production data and preliminary estimates of slaughter numbers and weights for December and egg production is raised based on production and flock data we also saw cotton forecast for 2023-24 down a bit at three hundred forty two thousand bales lower that's based on lower production exports and ending stocks largely due to reductions in texas all of this will likely have implications in the marketplace and with that said now's a great time to sign up for tyler oxner's weekly futures update newsletter absolutely you can reach out to him to do that.
2: Yeah. If, uh, you can also reach out to anybody else in the department and they'll get you in contact with Tyler. Yeah. Uh, send us an email. So uh, he puts out a lot of good good information. And Walsh, usually a big part of that.
0: Every Friday afternoon.
2: Every Friday afternoon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as up to date as we can possibly give it to you. <laughs> That's it. Uh, moving right along. Uh John Deere and SpaceX have announced a new partnership. Oh, did you know wow. about this?
0: No, I did not. So
2: this goes into uh my my GPS background or John Deere Geek Squad as we <laughs> called ourselves. Uh this week, Successful Farming reported that John Deere and SpaceX have entered into an agreement to provide satellite communications or satcom. Oh, that sounds service. official. Service, yeah, yeah. Uh almost like a uh, MI6 or you know,
1: yeah. CIA kind of
2: stuff. But uh or like I said, SATCOM service to farmers in the U.S. and Brazil. SpaceX's uh, Starlink network will provide farmers who traditionally battle with low connectivity issues an opportunity to fully leverage precision agriculture technologies within their machines. To access the Starlink constellation, John Deere dealers will install a ruggedized – I've never seen that word before. I have not either. And we had a long conversation in the office this morning if that was a real word. So if if you have any thoughts – Is ruggedized, a real word. I think
0: it's a good adjective for you. (laughs) (laughs) To describe me, huh? This is John McMean, my ruggedized uh, (laughs) co-host. He's the ruggedized one.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: But anyways, uh, the ruggedized
2: Starlink terminal on compatible machines, along with a 4G LTE JD-Link modem to connect to the machine or connect the machine to the John Deere Operations Center. With this new equipment installed, farmers will be able to fully access technologies such as autonomy, real-time data sharing, remote diagnostics, inhale, enhanced self-repair solutions, and machine-to-machine communication. Uh, Mike Cool, John Deere senior product manager for connected fleet, uh, was uh, was quoted saying, "We estimate 25% of crop land in the U.S. has varying levels of poor connectivity, and up to 70% in Brazil has no connect or is very little connectivity." Wow. The importance of these rural areas and what they're doing to feed and clothe and provide infrastructure for the globe is ultra imperative for humankind. And that's where we found the solution is needed and necessary. John Deere's SATCOM solution will be available through a limited release for the U.S. and Brazil in the second half of 2024. And I, I just had this weird feeling when I was reading this article mm-hmm. that like they were putting somebody on the moon. Well, that that's the way
0: it John read. Yeah. 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 Well, there has been a lot of work. I'm not saying they've done it, obviously, but there has been a lot of work on crop production uh on in outer space. Really? hmm Like i like in the uh, uh
2: International Space Station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Things a little like bit that. of that. Yeah. But uh, you know, th- I think what this really boils down to is not only are machines able to talk to each other now. Uh, and communicate with each other, mm-hmm. but they also have to have an internet connection to send information to say, you're, you're the farmer with an app, a JD Link app, and you can see where all your machines are, you can see what they're doing in that field, who's on that machine, et cetera, et cetera. And if you don't have internet, if you don't have a cell tower that's close to the farm, then it's impossible to use all these technologies. Right. And it comes with your tractor. So like if you do buy this tractor and you don't have the internet connection, you're not able to
0: use fully use the equipment that you've paid for so uh i think that's yeah. pretty cool but i do too um you know iot internet of things here which has been you know pretty big in in manufacturing and, and of course has came on you know within the ag industry but iot is not very helpful without the I, yeah uh which is that internet connection yeah we know We know that Starlink has done a really good job of uh, bringing that connectivity Mm -hmm. in in these rural areas. I wonder if they're – have they fully
2: opened up? uh, Because, no, originally they were selling just like their little camper RV Starlink satellite. Mm -hmm. And then they weren't opening up to households.
0: Like mm-hmm. you could go buy
2: that, but you, yeah. you know, it's not like something installed at your house. So have they opened it to that extent yet? Do you know?
0: So I've looked at it a little bit, mostly for the camping piece. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I believe what I have seen is there's really three models. One is what I would say is sort of the mobile unit. You can, once you get to where you're going, you can put it yeah. up and take I've it down that. when it's time to leave. Number two is the more permanent solution, which would be a residential mm-hmm. application. And then there's a third. That is essentially connectivity while you move. So imagine this is a um a motorhome. what most of us would call a motorhome. Yeah. those those of us who camp more might call it a class A mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, y- you would have to have that hardware in order to keep connectivity while you're driving down the road Uh, does that make sense yeah yeah so a stationary but mobile unit Mm -hmm. a a a stationary unit for residential and then a a clearly mobile unit within i mean this is not a startling commercial but you know so i assume that that would be that third piece that 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 strictly mobile unit is is kind of what they're tapping into you know a lot about this you getting kickbacks or (laughs) no i just have uh missed a lot of good football games and sports <laughs> events, because we've been camping in a place with no sales signal. Yeah. Uh, so anyway.
2: Well, let's take a short break and hear a bit about uh, what a Farm Bureau membership can do in your community.
0: Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports the work we do on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and communities around the state. A $40 annual Farm Bureau membership makes a difference in your neighborhood from youth leadership programs and academic scholarships to hunger relief and disaster support. You can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join at ARFB.com. All right, let's get back to it with some cattle uh, pricing data from George Jarrett at Talk Business and Politics. George opens up this article uh, by noting what many of you already know. Cattle producers have been hit with turbulent conditions for several years, with low prices, higher input costs, and at least in the last couple of years, multiple periods of drought. Oh yeah, over twenty twenty three, cattle prices in futures and cash markets for steers and calves made a big improvement over twenty uh, over the twenty twenty two. Jared reports that by November twenty three, prices for medium and large number one steer calves weighing five to six hundred pounds were more than eighty dollars per hundred weight higher than the same time in 2022 and more than $100 higher than average than the average from 2017 to 2021.
2: Wow.
0: Jared spoke to James Mitchell, extension economist here in Arkansas, who said that those uh, who saw the benefits uh, of high prices were likely the ranchers with access to good grazing and forage. He also noted that about 75% of Arkansas was impacted by d- drought conditions uh, last year, which had an impact on cattle production. For reference, Arkansas has more than 23,000 cattle farms, accounting for just over half of all farms in Arkansas, and we rank 11th in the country for cattle production. Now, these drought conditions were not exclusive to Arkansas. Uh, As we know, we saw similar conditions in several other cattle-producing states, according to James Mitchell, and we've reported on that here too, which resulted in shrinking or liquidating herds because of lack of forage options. That brought tighter supplies, which may be a driving factor in price increases because supply Supply and demand. demand. There it is. It's been a while. (laughs) First one of the year. Felt good. Uh, All that said, we asked uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau Ag Economist Jake Cartwright, About these pricing numbers, and he brought us back down to earth a little bit. Oh, he does (laughs) that. According to Jake, the average price for beef 10 years ago was $5.04 a pound. Mm -hmm. The average price for beef today, according to the most recent USDA data, is $7.85 a pound. Now, that represents a 55% increase in the average price of beef in the last 10 years. Yes. However, according to Jake, when adjusted for inflation... Today's prices are the equivalent of paying five dollars and thirty-three cents in January twenty fourteen. That's less than a six percent increase in actual cost over the last ten years. Yeah. I okay, mean, that's what thirty cents, thirty-one cents <laughs> difference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah, we went from adjusting for inflation, you're going from five dollars and four cents to five dollars and thirty-three cents. Yeah. So Jared's reporting noted that. In January, USDA reported the total U.S. beef cattle inventory was at its lowest since 1962, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. declining more than 3% from last year to 28.9 million head and an entire cattle inventory of 89.3 million head. According to this story, Mitchell said that he believes the forthcoming USDA cattle inventory report, which is set to be released on the 31st of this month, will reflect a fourth consecutive year of contracting uh cattle supply in the u.s yeah so another drop for the fourth consecutive year I think it might be a good idea to invite Jake to the show when that report comes out after the, you know I guess in February since the yeah. report comes out the 31st uh to come on the show and talk to us a little bit about what those um what those inventory numbers look like and what that means for farmers
2: yeah it'd be a good one to speak on that for sure yeah
0: thought that was pretty interesting. So yep. when you first look at this story you say, hey look, cattle prices are up that's great um, but when you look at it as a whole, um, maybe not so great. And Jake's got more data on what that means profitability wise, price margins, profit margins, things like that for farmers yeah, uh, yeah. that he might be willing. He's to been share. working on a lot of that stuff in our department yeah.
2: He knows what he's talking about for sure. And, I mean, James Mitchell is another one that's a, a great wealth of knowledge on on the subject. And yep. I'm not going to argue with either one of them, <laughs> to say <laughs> the least. Probably pretty smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I got one more story for y'all, Awesome. whether you want to hear it or not. Mm. So, uh, Louis Ri- Ribera, I hope I'm pronouncing his uh, name right, published an article in Southern Ag Today about the U.S. potentially having a trade deficit and I thought it was a interesting read. I, I will warn you, it's not any groundbreaking news. <laughs> yeah. But it, it did have me think a little bit differently about ag trade, exports, imports. Et oh, nice. Okay. According to Ribera, historically, U.S. agriculture trade has experienced a trade surplus, which means exports are higher than imports. Additionally, if you look at the USDA Foreign Agricultural Service, or FAS, Global Agricultural Trade System, GATS, uh, there has only been two years where the U.S. experienced a trade deficit where imports were higher than exports. That would be 2019 and 2022. And hmm. I, I should have prefaced that with saying in the last – since 1980. Okay. There's only been two years. Yeah. And those two years have been 2019 and 2022. And I say 1980 because this uh, USDA reporting only went back to 1980. Okay. Yep. According to his article. So uh, – those two years right however USDA FAS expects that 2023 will show a trade deficit and that the defi- the deficit will increase over time in 2022 the trade deficit was 3.5 billion dollars and is expected to be 16.7 billion dollars and 30.5 billion dollars in 2023 and 24 respectively hmm. uh, so here's the kicker as I'm sure you can tell the, the deficit or surplus is being measured by value and not by volume. Okay, Uh, And so lies Ribera's point that maybe it isn't being measured accurately. Uh, Quoting Ribera here, the U.S. has never experienced a trade deficit and is very far from experiencing one where exports to imports ratio has been 3.2 over the last 10 years. He continues on by suggesting that we should be looking at the actual products that the U.S. exports and imports. Our main exports, which we probably already know here, Soybeans, corn, and wheat. Mm-hmm. And they're sold mostly in bulk, right? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the main agricultural products imported in the U.S., can you guess what they are?
0: Oh, um, no, I wouldn't. So they're, house, home, house, Household products. You're, cannot, you're close. Okay. They're, they're
2: more consumer-oriented products, okay. direct to the consumer, with, with higher values. So mm-hmm. each individual item is more expensive, right? For example, distilled spirits, wine, wine products, beer so mainly alcohol i was gonna say that's that's as well as i didn't believe uh, uh, i was surprised to see this as well as high value fresh produce such as fresh fruits and vegetables really yeah huh so these particular products are much higher in value than our exported product than our our exported products and vice versa when they're measured by volume
0: and not by value so no no pun intended it's not Apples to oranges necessarily. <laughs> no I, pun I, seriously, intended. I mean that. No pun <laughs> yeah. intended. It's not. Yeah, I mean it's 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 very different. Yeah. So yeah.
2: like I said, not the most just groundbreaking. Got to got to hear this news today. But it, it, I thought it was another good example of economics and in the way you view it or measure it. And yeah. that that happens a lot in our, our I should say my industry. If we're I would about also, talking
0: yeah, I would also think about. I mean. Co- comment and call me an idiot and mm-hmm. that's okay i probably deserve it but like you know one of those prices one of those product, the on the export side or on the import side you're much closer to retail pricing yeah i mean you're at a wholesale price probably around. maybe but but i mean you're nowhere near that i would assume on the export side yeah on the export so- you're selling soybean, corn and wheat you know barges and tanks full of Right, Soybeans I mean, I think you're a level a or two, cell, two away them. from wholesale. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. So, Does that like, make that's sense? that's
2: the point he's making is that uh, if you're measuring it by monetary value, yes, that shows to be a deficit. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it in volume and how much we physically export, and just what is weighed, that product going to do next? Yeah, yeah. That, that it'll. You know, there's no telling what it'll go into, but mm-hmm. we're we're shipping out more volume than we're bringing in. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I like that but like these individual products are more expensive than what we're actually exporting. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, uh sorry uh, if you were looking for some groundbreaking news like I said, but uh, uh, to me that made was me, it, really it made interesting. Me, it made me stop and think. So yeah, absolutely. Maybe it made you stop
0: and think too. Yeah. I bet you're going to make us stop and think. Now mm. oh, this is the shows over I, with. Now. I
1: might? <laughs> it's been a while. Is it is it time for that already?
0: It we're there. And
1: it feels like uh feels like it's been a while. It has been, been a while. Yeah, where the, have you been? Yeah, I'm
2: going to have keep... to start giving you a hard time
1: like I was Matthew. <laughs> I've been gone since before convention. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, on this show anyway. It's, yeah. The timing just hasn't been right.
0: Yeah, you didn't you even know. get to do the convention show with us. I know. Yeah, I, I, just, know. Re- I just realized it's, that. It's cool. A... I, I get
2: it. You've got more important things to do. Well, then hang out with us. So it's it's fine. I understand.
0: <laughs> oh, the Just, guilt drip model. <laughs> I you know, apparently. When,
2: when, yeah. when expectations are, you know, settled and we all know where they're at, everybody's better for it, you know? So thank you. Uh-huh.
1: I'm glad you're here, though. You're welcome. I, <laughs> you know.
0: Look, we love Matthew, but it's good to have the uh, the OG <laughs> crew. And mm-hmm. that's, that's right. That's for sure. It's,
1: I, I've learned that we have a new name now. It's... Yeah. Uh, ruggedized mcmahon and, and the podcast boys <laughs> and the podcast, the podcast boys, boys i forgot it's, about
0: that <laughs> it, it sounds like right. we sound like a band yeah yeah ruggedized Mac. <laughs> ruggedized and the podcast boys and the podcast boys you know i have not hurt quit hearing the podcast boys since that came uh, up i like it um, anyway, before it works anyway it.
1: before i get started with the questions by your request you're an idiot so yes, uh, <laughs> I, I said, call me an idiot. That's, that's very sorry. direct. We're, we're done with that whole yeah, part. Yeah. We're done with that whole thing. I take it back.
0: Uh, so, that's funny. Oh, I am.
1: We'll see. we'll see if you make it through this okay. All right. Because it's time, once again, for...
2: <laughs> I haven't heard that yes. in a well. while. it's back. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. I missed it. More than I thought I did.
1: <laughs> I've been saving it for you. Thank you. So. I appreciate it. But uh, uh. I figured you guys... I I learned a lot over the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been saving this one. You've been yeah. taking notes. I, have. I say, okay. I have. It's kind of out of, out, of, out of season for it already. Mhm. But if you look outside, it feels like it. <laughs> yeah. So and I I thought about saving it all the way to December. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to.
0: Okay. Like and next I promised, December? I promise yes. Yeah, this coming December, coming December which would be actually. 12 months away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So I promised somebody I would ask you guys
0: this. Okay. All right.
1: All right. What do elves Put on their hands when they're dirty.
0: When they're dirty, uh, snow. I don't know. Any guesses? Uh, no, I, uh, no yeah. gloves. <laughs> Soap,
1: sanitizer. I was trying to get
2: something with hand sanitizer. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't get the.
1: That uh, that comes to us uh, from former President Rich Hillman. He, oh, he wanted that's to make sure. Pretty good. He yeah. he was riddling me before we started his his final speech, and so uh,
0: yeah, I've been saving that. You've one. You've been saving that one. What I'm glad it? you did. <laughs> Rich, <laughs> we're you gonna got get us. Rich on the show. Uh, <laughs> that, well, you know what's I bet funny. that's why he oh. he sent you that. Hey, so he should, you know he's, he's got because. more. You know <laughs> this is this has been a thing. I know. I've heard that uh, he. <laughs> Dan was telling him that he when I came on the show, and he's like... Yeah, Dan was poking the bear. They never had me on. Mm-hmm. Rich said that. Just,
1: I think <laughs> it, he's got a grudge.
0: President uh, Wright told me the same thing. Yeah. And I was
2: like, you can stop poking the bear, Dan.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> don't, don't call him bragging because you're on the show, and you know the man's never been on this show. Yeah, well, we're going to have to get him on. <laughs> so we're we going to have to get him it, on.
1: It'll be fun. But, uh, uh, all right. So what gets wet? Well... Drying.
0: What gets wet? A duck. Oh, you're putting way too much thought into this. <laughs> <laughs> Still duck season. Drying. What gets wet while drying? Hmm. I don't know. I'm lost. A towel. A towel. Golly. I was. I had laundry in my head, but mm, that was I nowhere bring close. Not, yeah. Nowhere. No. Yeah. That was a good one. So, You're too practical. Mm-hmm. You th- you think about the actual. You disappoint me, ruggedized. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: ruggedized. Uh, right. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's tough out there. <clears throat> I have keys, but no locks. In space, but no rooms. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I?
0: I know it. Uh, I don't know. Go ahead. You're looking at it. You? There's no. There's <laughs> one right in front of you. Computer, <laughs> keyboard, keyboard, keyboard. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah.
1: I take back my former statement. Thank You're you. no longer an idiot. Well, so. I there you go. Sanitizer. I've already about sensed. that all day. <laughs> wait, wait, a, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to get Man, into that. Let's back I just want you to repeat that <laughs> that question again. <laughs> well. Oh. I thought I'd take it easy on you guys today. That repeats again. Cool I want. to. Oh, get, you want me yeah, to repeat yeah, the question? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I All right. It. I have keys. Mm. Yep. But no locks. Mm-hmm. I have space. Mm-hmm. But no rooms. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <keyboard>. he's <laughs> evaluating. Is that a lock? Is that a lock? <laughs> <No>. You can. <laughs> you can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? There you go. That's right.
0: <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> confirmation that the riddle you brought to the show yeah. is accurate. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's I gonna can confirm that. Well done.
1: And You know, there is, I Goodness. would argue that it's not entirely accurate because there is cap lock that's and there's number lock. Well, he so. has
0: an actual lock on his keyboard. I'm I can't sure, tell if that's. Yeah, These I riddles are old. There might yeah. be a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> look, a standard keyboard, we'll say, it does not have a uh, There you go. Yeah. It Does not have a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I know you're headed off to Salt Lake, Indeed. so uh, yeah. I doubt you'll be able to be with us next week. Well, is well, that, I, is I'll, that I'll be
1: safe. back in town, hopefully. Oh, will you? Yeah. Okay, good. So, well, yeah. shoot, don't so. let me send you off yeah. then. All right. Yeah. Hopefully so.
2: We'll come on down to the Spa City. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah, we'll work that out. Sounds good. All right, well, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas ICAST. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon.
2: Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version wherever you listen to
0: podcasts. And make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas ICAST is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown.
2: And I'm John McMahon.
0: And we'll see you next week.